0: Hey everybody, welcome back to LinuxCast. I'm your host Matt, and I'm Tyler. So, this is a podcast performed by amateurs about Linux. We're noobs. Very much. Also, it's not as if we're not coming up on our 100th episode, but we are coming up on our 100th episode, and we, we're still noobs. So, also forgot to turn off the sound on the on the on the phone. That's excellent, Matt. Excellent. Good job. Oh, thank God you said something. To- totally noob. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is the Linux cast. We talk about Linuxy things, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Linuxy things. We're going to get very, very nerdy today. Also, we took a week off, so we're going to be a little bit rusty. And also, one, at least one of us is having internet problems. We haven't figured out who yet. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. one of the two of us. <laughs> also, <laughs> people still can't see Tyler, so... I'm going to have to fix that, which is excellent. Um oh. I, I appreciate the chat telling me that nobody could see Tyler. Um you guys are good bros. <laughs> um let me see if I can fix this. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, look at I that. I
1: probably should have noticed that, but you know
0: it's just otherwise just be my fat face on screen the whole time talking to nobody, just a random voice in the ether that nobody knows I who mean, you are.
1: Let's be honest, <laughs> people don't show up to this podcast for me, so I mean I, I, I think we'd have the face that matters for the podcast. Oh, you know?
0: sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, um, because I'm, I'm the new Mr. Beast, just with no money to hand out to anybody. <laughs> I do like I do like how multiple
1: people have said that like my internet is the problem right now and it probably is but honestly I do got to tell you guys just between me and y'all the internet here is better than at my own house so that's saying something
0: until the electrician probably hit you know cuts an ethernet cable or something. Mm.
1: I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Internet messing up while he's here. <laughs>
0: Coincidence? I think not. Yeah. All right. So Tyler, what have you been doing in the Foss world over the last couple of weeks?
1: Um, really, in all honesty, mainly working at Blender. Uh, that's that's mainly what I've been doing. Um, I I haven't been. We 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 were talking about this before. Uh, we went live and or we started recording, and also. Kind of got cut off when I was talking about it, but I've been working a lot on um, doing animations and um, a whole bunch of different stuff for, like, game development, multiplayer networking, stuff like that, and um, just been learning a lot and doing a lot for the project that I'm working on, and I haven't been posting videos or really able to because uh, a few of the different, like, tutorials slash courses that I've been taking are... They're not like on YouTube. They're like paid for on Udemy. So, um, and then I've got one on a different platform, but still, I I can't really live stream or show off what I'm doing when I'm pretty much just following a course. But yeah, that's what I've been up to.
0: Just working a lot in Blender. It's been nice. What about you? One day we're going to get to see this game from the. One day. Yeah. The. From the animation you showed me, it looks like it's going to be like, I don't know. Um, Activision level. I'm am I'm, I'm assuming you, you're gonna be the next mm. Blizzard.
1: I, I don't think so. <laughs> I I think the animations will be just good enough to not piss people off,
0: and that's what I'm shooting for. <laughs> that's eh, that's a nice bar to set there. <laughs> I suppose, okay. All right. So for me, so I have a few a couple things to talk about. So the thing I th- that I was gonna talk about last week, if we'd done a show and I hadn't had it back out twice was that I finally got Samba to work on Fedora. So I talked about this probably a month ago where I was struggling to get Samba working. And um, it turns out that the reason why I couldn't get it to work was because I was following the wrong instructions. I mean, who the hell knew? You know, apparently Fedora does things differently because it uses SE Linux as a security layer on everything, right? And there are some SE Linux commands that you have to enable or work around in order to actually get Samba to work. But I had no clue that those things existed. So I was just following the standard Samba instructions that you would use on any distro. But they obviously wouldn't work on Fedora because they were hitting wall. So once I actually Googled, how do you use Samba on Fedora specifically instead of just on Linux, like a you know a total noob, I did finally get it to work, which is good. Uh, I'm still having Polkit issues because Polkit is absolutely god-awful, um, but eventually I will get that to actually run properly. Uh, why it can't just be like a regular binary that you just start in an auto-start file instead of having to have like a random file in slash Etsy slash 10 million directories underneath Etsy that you have to start? It's dumb. Um also, why we can't just, just, seriously, why do we need 12 different Pulkit agents? Like, can we just not choose one? I mean, I can, not that I can get any of them to run, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, those, that's the technical stuff that I've been working on and finally got working. But also, for those of you who have been watching my videos, you probably noticed that the, in the background, it has changed a little bit. There is now a bigger monitor back there. That's because I took one of the 27 inch monitors off my desk, and that's now back there. the 20 inch hp from 10 years ago maybe even 15 years ago uh, finally burned out it shit the can and it needed to be replaced so i got a 32 inch uh scepter from amazon and it's now in front of me and it is huge (laughs) you don't realize there's such a big difference between 27 and 32 when they're sitting right side beside by side and it's like really really weird um also curved monitor took a little bit to get used to um it's just i don't know it adds a different dimension to everything i'm used to it now but uh, this so i don't know what uh, model i have it's scepter c -C s-c-e-p-t-e-r-e i would not recommend this monitor to everybody it's fine but the off-axis viewing angles are just horrible like you you look at it from the side and it looks like the blacks look Light gray. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing to keep in mind with Scepter monitors. They are like – they are really good for the money that you give them. Yeah, like, yeah it was
1: cheap. That, That's where it's good.
0: Yeah, it was cheap. But, yeah. I'm glad it was cheap because if I would paid more money, I would have been really upset. But seeing as how I sat right. right in front of it, the colors are actually fine. It's weird – like the blacks aren't great but it's not like an oled or anything so it's not fantastic but the the 10 year old monitor that's the 27 inch monitor has darker blacks than this brand new one does it's really weird <laughs> um so I, I i'm still working on getting the colors a little bit more calibrated like the colors on the 32 look really nice it makes the makes everything on the 27 inch which sits right beside it really blue like really blue i'm not sure why Anyways, I'm still messing around with it, but that, that's what I've been working on getting my setup kind of where I want it to go. Uh, this is where the setup's going to stay now for quite a while, because eventually I'm going to get a new desk. But I've been planning that for probably about the whole time I've known you, Tyler. I've been talking yep. about getting a new desk. That still's mm-hmm. not going to happen until at least next year. So. Um, <laughs> I just, I have no clue what to do with this one. I'm still, I still gotta figure out what to do with this one. I don't know what to, what to do with it yet. And So I'm.
1: You're gonna end up doing what I told you to do the first
0: time we talked about it, which is just chop that bitch up, throw her out, like, which go happen. You're, have to you're do. probably right, but. In order to do that, like, I think I've explained this. Like, I'd have to have help, and the only person to help me yeah. do that would be my dad. And he'd take one look at this like, oh, that's perfectly fine. Oh, is that termite damage? Who cares, man? You got this. Just wait until it falls down and breaks all of the $4,000 worth of equipment you have sitting on top of it, you know? <laughs>
1: Oh, that's, that's not even the main worry. If that thing breaks, it's probably going to kill or hurt you. you come down like, right on you my knees.
0: Your, yeah, you've got your computer <laughs> on the thing. Like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's this is where – the only problem I have with my setup right now is that I had to move the ring light that I use. So, usually it's back here behind my 27-inch monitor, which has a little bit more room behind it. And because of that, the ring light would go fully above the monitor. It was – shined all its light you know down upon me uh but the problem is and i could set it keep 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 sitting there but then it shines in the monitor behind me and actually it's kind of shining right now which is really weird because it didn't yesterday so that means it's got moved but anyways so it shines like a, a gigantic halo behind me and it's not does not look good um it's still like i said it's still actually shining right now which i don't get but so i moved it Back here, I'm not, and because it's now behind the 32 inch monitor, I had to set something under in order for it to even show. So it only has so much extension on it, and um, on the on the stand that it has, so it still doesn't sit all the way above. So the lighting is not as good. Plus now I cast way more shadows on the wall. It looks like there's somebody behind me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been messing around with, trying to get that. The thing is – I like how you didn't even mention the new de- decor behind you, like up on the wall. Oh, yeah, but
1: that's, that's the – I mean it's been there, but that's that's not the point. Yeah, you definitely got to talk about that because that is really nice.
0: So first like, of all, $15 on Amazon, really cheap, right? Of course. But, of course. Uh, but I had somebody in the comments when I first hang out. I was like, Matt, one of the things you tell us all the time is that you're not a gamer, so you hang gamer type stuff on your wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'll notice that everything here is old style so you got SNES you have you know I'm not actually sure what that one is but it's older um, you got the game boy I'm not sh- I think that one there is the original Xbox but uh, the point is, is they're all older that's when I was a gamer when that was all older stuff um, most of these are Nintendo I just don't remember which one that was from um, but anyways yeah you don't you're not gonna see anything you know modern. <laughs> On my wall. <laughs> except for the, the except for the random Angry Birds poster behind me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't
1: even notice it. Yeah.
0: I, I, I gotta be honest.
1: The entire time that we've known each other, I've never once like I've seen the Angry Birds thing, like every time, but I've it never once has my brain ever processed and so that's an Angry Birds poster So, behind so there's, you.
0: Just, there's just there's a story. It's not that I'm like some big Angry Birds fan. I played it, it was fine. Good. But I needed something for my wall, and at the time, I worked at Kroger, and Kroger randomly has stuff in their aisles on sale, and um, they, for whatever reason, they had a whole bunch of posters in frames for like five bucks. Like, they were on clearance for, like, I was like, you know what, that frame is worth five bucks, because it actually has glass in it, you know, so I was like, I'm gonna get a couple of these, and... I need something to put on my wall, so I have that, and I have the Pac-Man one that hangs on the door. Uh, I got both of those things for like 10 bucks and hung them on the wall because I needed something to put on the wall. It was way before YouTube. That was like probably 10 years ago, so yeah. That's the reason why I have an Angry Birds. It was just – those were the two that were there. I can't really remember what else they had, but it was – some weird stuff there was some like hello kitty shit like i don't think that's really gonna fit yeah. on my wall so these are the two that i ended up with that's the reason why i have angry birds behind me it, i don't think a week goes by that somebody asks me matt why do you have Angry birds poster hanging behind you i needed something okay <laughs> eventually i'll get replaced <laughs> with something else but for now
1: i mean you would also assume that eventually would be like you know a couple weeks before you replaced it with something else but <laughs>
0: at this point it's become a little bit nostalgic for me like it's back there that's the reason why it's there (laughs) you know it's gonna be it's like it's just you know it's something that appears behind my behind me for no random reason and people just can ask about it it's like it's conversation piece man (laughs) yeah um you can still download angry birds there's like a sequel now in your app store it is still just as boring as it was when it first came out.
1: <laughs> I totally thought you were about to shift into like, like, Hey, this is not sponsored, but like, Hey, everyone, you need to go download
0: down. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it maybe like a year ago or something like that. Just to say, uh, you know, cause I was like, Hey, what's the second one? Like, it's the same thing as the first one. So, um, you, you remember when that first came out that Rovio or whatever, the developers behind it were like a, people gave him like a, five billion dollar valuation or something like that. Like they went really crazy. It's Wait, which which developers? Rovi I think it's called Rovio. R-O-V-I-O. I think that's who I think that's who develops it. I
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Anyways, whoever the developer was, they were like a brand new developer. That was the first game. They went like viral about it because that's what was really, really popular. So they gave them like a five thousand five billion dollar valuation. And then like right after that they realized that you only had one good idea. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, it was a one hit wonder. Like they've never, come, uh, they, they came out. Could well,
1: you imagine doing like coming up with an idea and someone giving you like evaluating you at $5 billion
0: now? And hopefully they cashed out. Like hopefully like the, the original developers like cat like oh see you God. later on buying an Island. <laughs> 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 That's what I would do. Um, it's like the Plant vs Zombies guys, right? I think they actually, the Plant vs Zombies guys got actually bought by EA. Like, I'm pretty sure. Wait, that- ho- wait, hold on. So you would actually buy an
1: island like that? that like, we- like let's say, let's just say, theoretically, your Linux channel explodes, YouTube, or like some major corporation buys it from you for hundreds of thousands of dollars to millions of dollars. You go buy an island? Oh my gosh. It's the wolves. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what it is, but the
0: dog thinks she hears something. Hold on. Okay, so to answer your question, would I buy an island? Probably not. No, I'm not much of a beach guy. But I, if somebody shows me a hundred million dollars, I doubt I could keep making videos. <laughs> but you never know, because that's never gonna happen. Good point. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying I I don't know. Uh, probably, I probably, probably, now I think about it, maybe I would just, I wouldn't be as driven to do it. You know what I mean? Like I'd make a video no. a weekend and just be just, and I really wouldn't care at that point about views. Like who cares? I just, I'd make the nerdiest videos ever. Wait a minute. I do that ever, anyways. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, was just thinking I'm, about it.
1: I was like, well, I mean, if you're going to buy an island, you could also afford to buy the island that has, you know, like
0: really good, good internet. internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you at least have the option of doing it. <laughs> Well, I'd miss the podcast. You know, like I said, probably nothing would change. I don't know. Anyways, we have gone we'll so off. far off topic. I don't, That's true. I don't even know how we got here. Uh, so that was what I did. Nothing other than the SAMBIT stuff really with Linux um, other than the usual stuff. So a bunch of fucking work. Like seriously, work has been an absolute bitch the last two weeks. It's been horrendous. I need a vacation. That's what I need. All right, anyways, moving on to the contact information. Finally, only we're only 20 minutes in. Uh, that's actually not a, a record, by the way. <laughs> not even close. Um, anyways, uh, you can f- find all of our contact information at linuxcast.org slash contact. But if you want to know more, you can email us at email at linuxcast.org. You can, sub- you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash linuxcast. Tyler is on YouTube. I mean... Technically, he has a channel there. It's been a little bit neglected. It's feeling a little bit lonely. But eventually, he'll come back and be a YouTuber again. Right now, he's he put on his game developer hat. He'll he'll be back. Um, hopefully, he'll be running a real man's operating system when he gets there. Uh, anyways, you can find all of his stuff at YouTube.com slash I don't even remember. YouTube.com slash right? I really should write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a week. I forgot who you were. I'm just So <laughs> <feel> like I've, <laughs> you, you it's, you've been gone for a week, I forgot your name and I'm just saying you haven't made a YouTube video in like since August. It's been I a know, while. Man. It's been a while. Huh. Thank Soon. you Ness for the Soon. potential Elgato card. <laughs> I appreciate that. I think we were talking about that on, in Discord. Um I should definitely get one of those, but all right. Um Anyways, uh, YouTube.com/sanog. Believe it or not, this is not the worst contact information section we've ever had. Uh, anyways, you can also subscribe to the LinuxCast.com, the LinuxCast at YouTube.com/slash the LinuxCast. Just let it be over, okay? Is all I'm saying is just shoot me now. I'm done. This is obviously not the career for me. <laughs> this is really Don't bad work. all right uh the linuxcast.org slash contact for all the stuff if you didn't really want to get through all that gibberish that i just mentioned uh tyler's links are there there's a link to the store there a link to the git lab which people seem to want to visit every once in a while um somebody asked me where I get all my wallpapers all my wallpapers are on my GitLab account all like nine gigabytes of them um same. It it destroys
1: your if you keep your wallpapers in your dot files repo. Good lord, it gets so gnarly after a while. In my defense, even if you delete them.
0: In my defense, it is in its own repository, so uh, they're not connected to I my. I wish dots. I had
1: that defense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, definitely. Uh, just I wish that when I'd done that. I had zipped the damn things, like put them in a compressed file. That would have been so much better. But did I do that? No, I did not do that. Um, hey, hindsight's 2020. So I only update that repo like three times a year <laughs> because it takes forever. Anyway. And it only gets worse as time goes. Well, on. yeah. Cause I'm always adding new wallpapers. Like, like I had like, <laughs> I, I, Unix porn has a wallpapers channel. So I download like most of those anyways
1: well even if you delete them they're kind of stored in history too so it's like
0: it's yeah, yeah if, it's if, just... if you do download that repo just saying do dash dash depth one or yes. one or whatever <laughs> so you only get the most recent version otherwise you're getting everything and it's way bigger and it only gets bigger so yeah. and i did just hit the microphone so that's good <laughs> um I some, do you get the sense that sometimes the chat just talks about whatever they wanna talk about have no clue what we're talking yes. about? excellent, yes
1: there's half the time where i look over and i'm like i don't even know what you guys are talking about but sounds interesting
0: you guys are having a good conversation apparently we're just so boring it's easy to ignore, ignore us <laughs> no more likely if you guys are just damn on topic maybe you guys just <laughs> actually have some you know time here anyway so moving on to the next section of the of the thing of the podcast of the thing we're supposed to do the news yeah every week well i mean When we're when we're here, we get the latest breaking news. And this is the only place you're ever going to find it. it is the least biased news that you'll ever see in your life. Uh, Obviously, CNN could take some lessons from us. Uh, We're much more quick on the spot than CNN or MSNBC or Fox News, whatever. And they should they should. I mean, we would be the shining light upon all that is news. Um, Now that I've said that, let's talk about some news that's at least two weeks old um because <laughs> i'm pretty sure because your your link is from last week too right Yep. yeah okay mm-hmm. good excellent so uh tyler what is your news link this week mine is surprise surprise
1: about how fantastic microsoft products are <laughs> they're just superb if you don't know this inside of teams there is this critical feature that microsoft has implemented where uh, and i yes i did say feature it is actually a feature it might not seem like it but don't worry you'll realize in time <laughs> see what they do is they take your authentic or your auth tokens your authorization tokens whatever you want to call them they take those and they store them in a notepad document And the reason they do this is because, you see, um, life is hard for somebody who has to go out there and steal people's data and information (laughs) and do nefarious things with it. Life is hard for that person. And Microsoft cares. So, in an effort to make it easier for hackers and malicious bad actors on the internet to get your information... They just said screw it and just put it in notepad documents, which I think is freaking awesome. Like that is
0: the best epic. the best part about all this is their response to it. Not that they did it, but their response to it was like basically, eh everything's fine. Yeah. Like, this is the Again, we, feature. We, we <laughs> meant to do this, okay? This was the way it was meant to be. Also, those passwords you gave us. Definitely not on OneDrive. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: Everything you own on a computer that has Microsoft Windows on it is on OneDrive. Everything.
0: I, the, the, the best – I seriously, the, the biggest competitor for Microsoft Teams is Slack. If I was running Slack, I would be pouncing on this like crazy. Like, yeah – we don't store anything in plain text. <laughs> Every, everything well, is secure. Even if it wasn't, I would still say it, you know? <laughs> the, the sad thing is, is like this, this will affect
1: nothing for teams. Like, Oh, most likely nothing will change. No, first like, of all, I mean, hopefully they'll stop doing it. No, they're, they're not, like,
0: they've <laughs> they already said they're not going to stop doing it. This is the way they want to do, um, which is dumb. But also you're Right. People don't care about their security at all. I mean, even corporations apparently don't care about them. Like, this is an enterprise product, first and foremost. It would seem that enterprises at least would care. Like, you'd think so. But nah, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I... I, I, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like,
1: this is just it's so it's so wild what
0: could po- <laughs> like, to
1: me? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong right <laughs> like, like i to me what what i find endlessly hilarious about this is like this is a company that makes like m- multitudes more than most other com- companies that are making fractions of what microsoft make don't do this like it's it's not a thing about money. Like it's not difficult to do. Oh, they're not like And it's also common sense. Like
0: they have, de- <laughs> they have, like they could just like random intern developer that doesn't even get paid, you know? Because hey, go Ooh. fix this for us, <laughs> you know? The, yeah. Like, they could just like the intern down the hall that lives in the cupboard that also has toilet paper and the mop in it. He could fix this. And yeah. uh no. instead, they've said, "Ah, it's not a problem. It's a feature. It's the way it's supposed to be." Okay. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's really weird. Um, but not. I mean, it's Microsoft. I'm not. I surprised. mean,
1: it 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 is nice when Microsoft does make the memes about them like
0: a reality. <laughs>
1: like it is. It is just really nice. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's, just, it's just Microsoft. That's just Microsoft being Microsoft. They should we should put that on a T shirt. <laughs> All right. So yes, my, my news item of the week is going to be about the most exciting piece of software you've ever heard about before in your life. And that is CUPS. Now, if you don't know what CUPS is, it's the... I think they call it a server, but I'm not actually... It might be a daemon or something. It's the thing that runs printing on your on your system. Now, raise your hand if you've actually printed something in the last week. The last month. The last year. The last five years? Oh, I can raise my hand now. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know there are people out there who still use printers. I know that that's true, but I'm just saying I'm making fun of you because this is it. This is 2022. We should get past the whole killing trees part. But anyways, uh, Cups 3.0. So the 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 history of Cups is actually really interesting because it started out as an independent project. It was um, Aquahired, aqua hired aqua however the hell you say that. acquired no 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 <laughs> it's different they didn't acquire it they hired the developer who developed it so it became apples for a while they got the guy who who uh, they call it aqua hire i think it's, i don't know um huh, okay it's a, it's a weird word but yeah. anyways they hired the guy who developed it and he was at apple for a while and then he left and now it's being developed again. So while was, while he was at Apple, it kind of like fell by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to be moving on to finally, it's so like 2.5 is going to be down here in like a month. And 3.0 is going to be sometime next year. But there are some interesting features, if I can remember what this article said, because it like I said, it has been two, uh, like two weeks since I've actually read this. So they... Again, this is that
1: fresh breaking news. Yeah, it's
0: going to be – they're doing basically a complete overhaul. It's a major architecture overhaul moving away from PPD files and relying on IPP everywhere, splitting local printing from network printing support so that they're separate, and uh, various other design improvements, which is going to be – supposedly it's going to be removing quite a bit of legacy code and support as well, which will probably piss some people off because every time you remove support for 30-year-old printers, somebody's going to bitch about it. It is It is. Fucking
1: wild how many people like you wouldn't think that anyone is print is using a printer from thirty years ago. But anytime a company does this, there's like there's like fifty people who come out and fill up a like this one obscure forum, like
0: complaining about it. Oh my god, what? Yeah. What come on y'all? I mean I know some YouTubers that still like to mess around with dot matrix printers, but I don't think that that's something that you. I mean, that's just a hobby, and it's very easy for you just to use the old version of cups or whatever. So don't complain. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. But
1: it. But it's kind of like the people who are who are into that retro stuff being upset when the new stuff, like you know, like you're getting upset that stuff in a Commodore, Commodore 64 isn't getting updates today. It's like, come on, man. Like just at some point. In 25 years, I think people can make the argument you should upgrade. Probably. And the fact that Cups is getting better is not a bad thing because I actually do know somebody who has now started using um, like printing and stuff with their company. Mm-hmm. And so, and they use open source and stuff there.
0: So, that I'm sure is a good thing for them. Okay. Yeah. So, let me talk a little bit about my printing experience in the last few years. So I'm glad you have one. I I do. (laughs) And it's a funny story. So I don't print ever. Like I'm, I'm the guy who like every once in a while, you just have to print something, but
1: Oh, and I'm sorry to interrupt again, but you are a writer too, right?
0: Yeah, but I don't print anything. Like, why would I do that? Yeah, no, I just, Um, I
1: just, I just, I just wanted to clarify. I I email
0: everything. They can print it if they, if they're really. I mean, it goes to a website. So, like, there's not a print version of the magazine that I work for. That doesn't exist anymore. So it's all, it's all digital. They don't, they shouldn't print it. But anyways, (laughs) the, the, the thing is, so a few years, so when I was in college. I printed a lot because you in college you have to turn in actual physical papers, right? So I had like a laser printer. I spent like, I don't know, $400 on the damn thing because I was always – it just made more sense to me to spend more money on a printer that would have ink that would last me basically the entire time I was in college and having to spend $70 on ink every three months because of an inkjet printer, which, you know, that's just the way they get you. The printer's cheap ink is expensive and that's been the way it has been for a long time right and everybody knows this right so I have that printer and it finally did run out of ink probably around 2015-ish or so it's still in my closet somewhere so I went without a printer for that entire time and then about two years ago I needed to print something I don't remember what it was a tax return or something so I pulled that thing out obviously ink's not any good anymore and it's out of ink or whatever so i went and bought a printer for like twenty dollars (laughs) uh and printers come with ink right so you which is you would assume right but the printers now come with so little ink you can print about two things before you have to buy more ink Mm -hmm. so i got on i was like i printed the two pages that i could print with that little bit of ink that they give you and got online and got on amazon as you do and found out that the Official ink that they give you or that you can buy for this printer is $80 for a set of four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I need to print five pages. I'm never going to use this printer again. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to pay $80. So if you get on Amazon and search for printer ink for your printer, you're guaranteed to find some knockoff printer cartridges. The thing is they put DRM on the fuckers so <laughs> you can't actually <laughs> use them. So I, I bought they were they were like 20 bucks. I was like 20 bucks I can I can handle 20 bucks. Maybe I'll 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 print some pretty pictures for the wall or something. I don't to use the rest of the, the the ink uh I get it I get them here. I get them in the printer. They won't work <laughs> cuz they have they don't have the right DRM. I was like, "Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me." It was I was so mad. So I ended up sending them back, get the actual thing. Like I ended up paying eighty dollars to print those like five or ten pages. I mm-hmm. shit you not, that printer has now sat on the bottom of my standing desk ever since. Has not been used a single time until like a week ago when I decided I was gonna. As I mess around with that setup, I got that printer out and like I, you know, I'm gonna test it, see if the damn thing works. It won't even work anymore because there's so much dust or something clogged in the spindles. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I. The $80 worth of ink, still sitting in there, probably just as full as the day I bought it. (laughs) And, you know, the printer doesn't work. And now you need
1: a a new
0: printer. Now you need a new printer. (laughs) And, of course, they changed the shape of the printer cartridges so that this ink cartridge probably wouldn't be working the new printer. So, yeah. Moral of the story. Can we just be honest? Fuck printer companies. Just all of them. They're, like, the biggest (laughs) crooks outside of, like, NVIDIA. You know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, we'll definitely be talking about Nvidia next week I feel they it. they're they're, all,
0: they're also probably storing all of my passwords in plain text only instead of <laughs> in, instead of a like a, a notepad file it's probably like an emacs file or something I'm just assuming <laughs> it's probably they've got an org probably document. all my org, all the org mode is is there with, with all my my print. because all right so here's another thing I this is stupid like we really need to get moving on to the main topic but this printer? required an account to set up so they have my email address now every once in a while i'll get an email in my junk folder from them wait hold on you had to register the printer all right so i don't have any room on my desk remember that so i had to use the wireless capabilities of it in order to set up the wireless capabilities like sign up this printer required you to register the printer before it would let you get to the wi-fi settings it's oh my god. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was the dumbest thing. Like fine, have my email address just send me a whole bunch of emails. I finally got it into the junk folder, but they still won't let me unsubscribe from the damn thing. Um yeah. It's nuts. Oh. Yep. My god.
1: <laughs> That's is terrible. Like, I'm so sorry,
0: man. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that that printer is was designed by Microsoft. I'm just saying it has to it has to have been designed by Microsoft. Okay. Moving on to early 1999, <laughs> yeah, there is there is actually that HP service where you can subscribe to ink. It's really really dumb. Yes. Um, you'd have to print an enormous amount of stuff in order for that to ever make sense.
1: I've I've had to, I've had to talk my grandmother out of buying it so many times. I'm like, please don't. Right.
0: <laughs> you don't need it. One of these episodes we're gonna have to talk about subscription services because they're really out of out of bounds in some places. Like some things like. I wrote a blog quest about this. Email apps used to be something that you could either get for free or you'd pay for, right? Not mm-hmm. anymore. If you want some features out of a mobile email app, a lot of times you have to pay for that per month or per year. And, you know, 99 cents a month is still stupid, uh, but whatever. No, no, no. They want like $50 a year, <laughs> For some of these email apps, like, this is dumb. And some of the features they hide behind the paywall... Alright, I, I, we don't need to get into that. This is... We'll definitely get off topic. <laughs> we're, we're already off topic. We just spent... At least ten minutes talking about printers. I'm just saying, <laughs> if that is not the nerdiest thing ever, I told you it was the nerdiest thing ever when I said we're gonna do cups. We're gonna talk about cups.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's it's great because like you probably picked this article thinking, oh, we'll breeze right past this
0: one. Oh, I thought we go <laughs> really fast, yeah. But no, we should have known better. <laughs> All right, moving um, on to the main topic. So the main topic this week is a topic that I have covered in a video, a solo video before. But I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. So it really is twofold. One is, is the command line still relevant? And relatedly, if it is, should you spend time, should you expend effort to actually learn the command line in Linux? So, Tyler, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um. Well, it's kind of... Pretty simple. I, I mean, I, I think the command line is obviously still relevant. Um, just probably may, probably and maybe not for you. Um, most likely it's not relevant for most people. Like, a, again, when we're talking like most computer users. Most people using computers are just doing some web browsing, stuff like that. So for, if that's you, then, no, the command line is not relevant for you and has never been relevant for you, so that's nothing new. But I don't think the command line has really changed at all. Um, the people who want to do the stuff that you would use a command line for, that you would have used it for 10 years ago, still need or want to use the command line for the same things. And then um, I, I, I guess is is the rel like the relevancy of the command line for the people who do actually want it i think the command line's gotten or the ability to use the command line for the things that make sense for a command line have only gotten better uh, especially in linux so like if you don't need to use a command line i think linux has gotten to the point now where you probably don't need to go and learn it for you to use Linux. Like probably not at all. Um, I mean, again, if you're going to be doing other stuff other than like light web browsing, then probably. Um, or if you want to do the stuff like theming and customizing, then yeah. Which ironically is something that I hear a lot of people complain about with Linux is like they, 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 they really are interested and in want to come over and use Linux because of how you can customize it and make it look really, really cool. But then also don't like Linux because to do that, you also need to know the command line, which that's a whole other topic in of itself. But I think in general, no, if you if you don't like if you're not already interested in the command line, but you want to use like Linux for Whatever reason, like it's just safer or whatever. Like, no, you don't got to. But for the people who are interested, I think it's only gotten better. So well, that'd be my take. Okay. I don't think it's that hot of a take. But, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. I mostly agree with you. I think that for most people, learning the command line is mostly optional. I say mostly because I don't think that you can get past it. I don't. I don't, at least not permanently, for for even those people who just install Linux to use for a web browser, which I don't think those people mostly exist. If you install Linux yourself, you're not the type of person who just lives in a web browser. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's true. If you install Linux for someone else, it's possible they just live in a web browser. Like my dad, he uses Ubuntu on his laptop. He doesn't know he uses Ubuntu, he just does. Um, he wanted something that didn't update. So we got him off of Windows and went to, yeah. to Ubuntu. It's never been updated. It's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure he's got stuff stored in plain text. It's fine. Um, <laughs> the the, the point the point is he's never touched the command line in the entire time Ubuntu's been on his computer. I know that that's true, and I know he'd freak out if he ever saw the command line on his computer, right? It, it would. It, it, and piss him off like (laughs) he just get get mad at random things he does it all the time but the point is is that you know he he, that type but if you you're the type of person who has installed computer on your own if you installed linux on your own computer i don't think that for you learning the command line is actually optional because somewhere along the line you're going to try to do something that either only has instructions for the command line or is significantly easier on this command line and More, I think you're going to come across something that when you Google it, you're going to find tutorials that tell you how to do something in the command line. So you're just going to do it. Um, Most blogs that do tutorials for Linux tend to put the command line um, steps ahead of any GUI steps that they might have if they even include the GUI way of doing things. So I think – Well, and this this might
1: send us off on a tangent, but I – I do just want to ask you, don't you think that's kind of a good thing, though? Because, like, the command line steps are, one, really easy, like, to to write, to, like, as a writer, to put down for somebody. It's really easy as a step-by-step thing. And then, two, also, it's easy on the end user because, like, really, you don't have to learn the command line. You just have to be
0: able to open it and then copy and paste. We should talk about that. Don't copy and paste random shit off the internet, okay? Just – we all random. We, all, we shit. all do it. I guarantee everyone in this chat has done it. Everyone in the, this voice call has done it. But don't do it. Do as I say, not as we do.
1: <laughs> or re- really the main thing would be if you're copying and pasting something, it's not that you have to understand everything about it. But at least – learn or look look up the command enough to know that it's at least doing what you want it to do or at least something like you don't have to know specifically what it's doing but as long as it's like I mean if you're installing discord and the command reads some completely different application or weird thing like you should look it up because one of two things could happen one it could be a completely improper command and you're about to install some random shit (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, to a drill going. <laughs> it, or two, it could be the fact that you, it might actually have a different name. Like, that's pretty frequent on Linux distros where an application will be packaged, like in the package manager, under a slightly different <laughs> name or whatever. So as long as you're just looking up stuff when you're copying and pasting and have a general idea of what's going on, you should be safe. That's <laughs> I, I think, like, when people who have been doing, like... Linuxy stuff and copying commands and stuff talk about it like that's kind of what we mean when we say like look stuff yeah. up or understand so it. Like,
0: that's exactly what people should do but I guarantee that's not what they do so, do, yeah. so yeah yeah. Yeah. But before we, before we continue on with this and I talk about what I need to talk about next, somebody asked in the, in the chat, what is Gentoo? I don't know how they got into the Gentoo conversation. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But then why it says Gentoo is the bloat that comes with Emacs and portage. <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> a, That was so funny. <laughs> okay. um, so, so like I said, like I was saying, I don't think that you can get past it if you are someone who's actually installed Linux on your computer. I think that eventually, somewhere along the line, you're going to end up having to open up the terminal and put in some kind of command. Whether you copy and paste it off the internet somewhere or not, you're going to have to do that. And the reason why I think it's so important that we do... At least learn some of the command line is exactly for the reason you were talking about is that in order to understand what those copy and paste commands are, you have to have some knowledge base for the terminal and the command line. Uh The thing is, is that that knowledge base isn't something that most people are exposed to until they come to Linux. The vast majority of Windows users don't even know that Windows has a command line. You know what I mean, like it does. It has two. You know, <laughs> like it has two of them. You can you can open it up and any time. You can do many things from the Windows command line, but people don't Um unless you're like a, a super nerd, right? Mm-hmm. So. Most people aren't going to ever have the experience, especially younger kids. So, like, when, if, if you grew up in the early 90s, before, way before Tyler was born, even, you know, you might have had an experience with things like DOS or something like that, where you have to, where you had to, you know, interact with the command line. Like, I took a computer class in middle school where we did some actual programming from the command line. And it had to be saved to these gigantic five-and-a-half-inch disks. Um, I think they were 55 inches. Big, really big disks with holes in the center. And it sounded like they were uh, – like a rat, like it was a DJ in there scratching the thing in order to move them. But anyways, so if it, for the newer generation who has n- who never had that interaction with a computer ever, it is going to be very uh, – it's going to it's going to take some effort for them to actually that's the real thing thing is that if you're going to if you're going to use linux a lot of times we, we say this all the time is that it takes effort um but the command line would be an extra effort that is the question becomes then do you really need to take it and i think you do uh, but that kind of leads to the question can you do you think Tyler well I, actually i think the
1: to go off of what you're saying i think I think what you mean is, is if you're going to use Linux, I think you do. Cause like for your, like w- when it comes to like learning the command line in, in Linux, like the reason it's pretty much n- like really necessary for most people is because most of the guides that you're going to mm-hmm. read or look up are, are going to use command line. And, what the, whether or not you want to debate about whether or not it's faster or easier, or whatever, like at the end of the day, that's where most—that's how you're going to get most of your instructions for doing stuff. So if you're going to use Linux, you probably need to get familiar with the command line. But it's also kind of the same thing with like someone. All right, like. Matt, you're a great example. Like, you pretty much have almost no exposure to Windows. Like, pretty much none. Not anymore. If I, yeah. It, well, it, for a very long time, mm-hmm. if I took you and forced you to use Windows, you hate it because you can't do a lot of stuff because the uh, the Windows is not built for you to load up PowerShell and do most of the stuff that that you would do in Linux through PowerShell. Like, you just sure maybe you can. I don't I don't even know if you can, but like. It's just not made for that. And so like it's kind of you'll just have to learn stuff for each OS. And I I think the the thing with Linux is even though Linux has gotten to the point now where you don't really have to use the command line. You probably do want to because I highly doubt most people are like super basic computer users like all I
0: need is Firefox and that's it. I'm good. Even if you're not super basic. So let's just say you play games, so you have Steam. You maybe do some writing or something. You take notes. You maybe you do some file management. You want Discord. You have uh, I don't know maybe Ferdium or something like that. You have like social media and stuff. Like you're, you're that kind of user. You like your apps, right? You you have a whole bunch of apps. Yeah. I've asked myself this question before. Can you be that type of user? Not someone who's going to do coding or learn how to bash script or something like that. But can you be the type of person who uses, like, graphical apps and only ever uses the GUI? And I think the answer to that question is yes. It didn't used to be yes. No. Like there, it, Yes, I would completely agree with that. It did not used to. Like, uh, even, like, two or three years ago, there were some things online on the on Linux where you just had to use the, t- the terminal. Nowadays, it's not you – know, it's really not that way anymore. You can, if you want, use a 100% GUI experience on Linux. You can. Uh, You can install via a GUI very easily. You're never going to see a Terminal for the most part, even, like, especially if you use like a, a Debian-based distro or Fedora, they've even now hidden the scrolling lines of text that you would see when you load up into the, you know, the environment or whatever. You used to be able to like see the scrolling lines of text, and it would look like a the, the freaking matrix. But that, even that, for the most part, is gone. Uh, you can boot into the to the system, use your graphical software center to download all of your applications. And even things like adding different repositories. Like if you used to be, if you wanted to add a PPA on Ubuntu, you'd have to do that via a command line. Now you can do that via a GUI interface. Uh, adding flat packs or snaps or whatever, those things can be enabled via a GUI interface if you want to. Uh, it's easier, I think, to do it via the command line, but you can do it via GUI. So when we were talking about earlier how we think that you probably should still use learn the command line... I don't think it's as necessary or it's – I don't think it's as impossible to not do so as you used to – as it used to be, which is – I think is an advancement, I'm not sure that it's going to – I I think that it does take something away from the Linux experience in that if you learn a little bit about the command line, you'll find that a lot of the stuff that you would traditionally do with the GUI is actually – uh, not only uh, more fun in the terminal if you're a nerd but also is more efficient like a lot of times like moving files uh renaming files and stuff is more efficient to do in the terminal it just is and i think that that uh if you don't learn that stuff you're kind of missing out that's what i have to say about that so i would agree with you yeah. so if you i mean I, I think it's i think it's hard
1: to make in a like An argument against that. It's like, really? No, you'll just save time. Like,
0: yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's it's just it's blatantly more efficient. But I think it's kind of like Vim. So I um, everybody knows I'm a big Vim fanboy. When you first use Vim, you're not efficient in it at all, right? Like you're just you're you're horrible. You don't know how to exit it. You don't know how to move up and down. You're wondering why the H J K and L keys are even used i mean we have arrow keys for a reason what are we neanderthals right you're wondering all those. good lord it's to it's to the point where new users
1: you like when you're going into vim as a fresh new user you go i genuinely think every single person that has recommended this program to me is not just insane but unhinged yeah like 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 they're using the like we have arrow keys (laughs) right and it's like and It's one of the few programs that there's whole forum threads filled with people asking, hey, bro, how do I quit? Yeah, like Like,
0: I just want to close it. It would have made a lot of people – it would have been a lot less confusing for people if it was WASD, right? If if the moving around was WASD, it it would have caught the gamers, right? Like you would have understood it because like the gamers could have got in there and they would have been happy moving around. But HJKL doesn't make sense to anybody because it came from – typewriters and terminals right <laughs> and you know there are still people alive who who realize this but i mean for the most part the, the newer I, generation it just
1: hit me there is 100% a fork of them out there where the only difference is it's wasd as hjkl if,
0: if i weren't so attached to hjkl now i'd consider changing it to wasd cuz that'd be that'd be uh <laughs> It would be an interesting experience because you'd be you'd completely change hands. I mean, you'd go from your yeah. right hand, which is for most people's dominant hand, to your left hand to, to navigate. I don't
1: – it that just means your Vim config gives away the fact that you're a gamer to everyone. It would also – Like, everyone knows.
0: It would also ch- – change so many other vim commands like a mm-hmm. and d to delete and stuff and w's used and s like it would change so many more You'd, that that vim config would be completely it would complete completely different okay but anyways i i was in the middle of a of a of a comparing this to something like that i have no clue how i got into vim um so whatever whatever I was talking about there has just gone off by the wayside, so <laughs>
1: apologies. Uh, we were, we were talking about, um, um uh, yeah, okay, okay. Apparently, it's gone to me too. I thought I had it, but I, I don't. Yep, that's what you get. <sighs> All right,
0: don't, don't remember what we're talking about. That's okay. All right, so, um, see if I, so we were we we're talking about, oh, that's what I was gonna. I mean, the command line, right, is, right. right. It, it being... So. It, When you learn the command line, it's kind of like those first few days learning Vim. It seems like it's the least efficient thing you could ever do. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you don't know how to do. And it feels like it's almost dangerous because there are commands out there that are going to ruin your computer. You're going to delete things that you're not supposed to delete. You're going to move things into places where they're not supposed to go. And you hear all these horror stories about RM-RF star and all this stuff that's going to kill your computer. You know, So you have all this anxiety those first few days, and it doesn't feel like you're actually making any progress towards being productive. And you have that same experience in Vim where, like, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know how to move around, I don't know how to quit, all this stuff. Uh, But after you've pushed through those initial few days, you would find that the command line becomes more efficient once you know what you're doing a little bit. So that's the reason why... um, that's where I was going with I mean, the FIM thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I think if we like if, if we really do boil it down, the the argument for using the command line is kind of a ridiculous one to even have to make because it's the it's the same argument that you would have for walking. Like crawling is reliable and really safe, but walking is a lot faster. Like you can fall, you 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 can, and it could hurt. But most likely you won't. And again,
0: walking's kind of better. So. RM-RF is also a good way to install Doom. No, it's not. <laughs> 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 no, it's not.
1: <laughs> I, I I I can't remember when it was, but I think it was a few days. Ago. No, I can't remember. It may have been like a week or so ago. But it, anyway, it's at some point I was in a Discord call with a few people, and I was on my Linux Mint partition, messing around, doing some stuff. And I came this close, this close to RMRFing my entire slash home on accident.
0: I felt so bad. I was like, God, you really, really got to be careful with that RMRF thing. You don't, th- you don't yeah. think that it's something that you could ever do. That was, is, is horrible. But I mean, it's so easy just to delete don't. stuff that you're not supposed to. Yeah, well the main thing is is like after you've been using Linux
1: for so long, you get you get into the point where you're like you really don't think that you could ever accidentally rmrf anything. But you can. And then it almost happened yeah. to me and
0: I was like oh good lord. <laughs> um yeah, so that's the it's definitely one of those commands that you just kind of kind of pay attention to cuz you really shouldn't use it hardly ever. Like you, you should yeah. You you should def- if you ever see rmrf in a tutorial somewhere, never use it, okay? Because they obviously are trying to do something bad to you. Um, you should only ever use that when you absolutely know what you're doing, which is to del- permanently delete. That's the deleting stuff is actually the one place I think that yes, it's more efficient on the command line, but it's actually safer in a GUI because a lot of GUIs have undo capability so like if you if you would do something or if you delete something in crusader or nautilus or whatever and you want that thing back you can at least control z and usually get it back unless you've like deleted it permanently because it actually sends stuff to trash now a lot of people will actually remap or alias rmrf to the trash so that if you do do something horrible you can at least get it back although how seeing as how the Trash is in the home directory. If you delete the home directory, it wouldn't have saved you. So, um, but at least if you delete your documents folder or whatever, you'd be able to do that. All right. So those are our thoughts on the command line. Uh, Very interesting conversation. Uh, My last piece of advice is just try it. Look up a a YouTube video on it or something like that. Uh, Joe Collins has one. I think that's his name uh, that has like 2 million views or something like that. Go look at his stuff. Or look at anybody's stuff on this stuff and, and just, you know, give it a try. I think you'd probably be happy that you did. And if you don't, at least if you come across something in the future that absolutely really has to have the command line, you'll have some experience with it. So, that is the final word on the command line. So, oh, and, no, not well, the final I, word. Actually, I w- – I w- yeah, hold on. I will add on something.
1: Also, if you find out that you don't like the command line and you choose not to use it, that's fine. And – don't listen to anybody who tries to bully you into using it. Like, it's fine that you don't use it. I mean, again, the argument's there that it's going to be faster, and you're going to hear that. Like, that's going to be a thing. But there is plenty of people out there that will annoy somebody for not using the command line,
0: and like, look, it's, it's fine. If you don't want to use it, If you're more fine. comfortable in it's the GUI, p- just... Sure. We always say this, just use whatever you're most comfortable with, but I mean, that's the way it always should be. No. All right. Moving on to the thingies of the week. So this is the section where we each find something that is interesting that we'd like to share with everybody else. And uh, we couldn't think of anything else to call it, so we decided to call it the thingy of the week. So, Tyler, what is your thingy of the week this week? Mine is
1: Udemy. Um, I haven't really been, like doing courses and stuff from many places um, other than Udemy here recently. Um, I've tried out like most of the like online classes, um, websites and Udemy has been really nice here lately. I found some, um, especially for like game development stuff. Um, like I've, I've taken here recently. I took an animation course. Um, I've taken a unity multiplayer um, networking course. I also had, I also took an Unreal, um, C, um, C, and Blueprints tutorial or course through them. Like that one was a year ago or something like that. But they've got a really, a lot of really good courses on there. And typically they're running like insane deals. Um, so especially if you're not already subscribed or, have bought anything from them ever so like if you ever want to learn something or take a course again i know udemy sponsors stuff like it's obviously not a sponsor or anything but like they do have some good shit on there if you want to learn so keep an eye out like if you want to learn anything go check them out normally you can get them on uh, pretty damn good. Like I've got uh, one of the courses that I've got is like 160 hours worth of content. Dives extremely deep into networking and like some pretty advanced stuff. And I think I got it for
0: 20 bucks. So. Well, uh, you can, also, you can also like subscribe for like 30 bucks a month or something like that to get every access to everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. yeah. I think I did that for a little while. I don't think I ever actually took a course because I was much too lazy to actually do it. Um, also, I know everything. I didn't know. I don't know if you know about this. Is about. I know everything, uh-huh. so yeah. I don't need you to teach me shit. Um, <laughs> you know, there's going to be some people. Like, there's going to be like one or two people in chat that walk, like they walk away from this podcast. Like, wow, Matt is really a narcissist. Like, he's an arrogant <laughs> bastard. Um, also, that little bit that I said that that's going to get clipped and shared around the internet. <laughs> like this guy knows everything. He even says so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true i don't know anything. i don't know shit it, 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 but here's the thing is it, it, not knowing shit is actually the same thing as knowing everything think about that It's a little deep all right so i have two this week i should i should save one for next week but screw it so the first one really easy i needed something to back up my system on and there aren't a lot of good backup solutions for Linux, unfortunately, that have the ability for you to store a lot of stuff. Uh, There are some that exist, they're pretty pricey, and I'm a cheap bastard, so I wanted to find something that was a little bit cheap. So I went with pCloud, it is not open source, unfortunately, but it is something that a lot of open source people use, Uh, it is basically Dropbox, but not as shady as Dropbox, so uh, also $100 a year for 2 terabytes, so it's not too bad. Um, it works just fine. It has a native, um, Linux client. Unfortunately, it is an app image, which pissed the, just it, like, argh, I hate app image. Um, but anyways, that is, you know, P We're going to have to eventually come back to the app image topic. Why wow, you like
1: app images? Eventually. No, no, no! I'm saying we're gonna have to revisit I'll, it, I'll, as in
0: like I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that want us to uh, revisit and like yeah.
1: talk I, about
0: I, our I, opinions. I, I tweeted out my dislike of app images and got into this whole thing. I even got Brody even did a video about my tweets about app image. So yeah, we should we should definitely do that. Um, I was but when when, when you said that, I was like, wait, you you like app images? I was like friendship over?
1: <laughs> well, look, we used to we used to talk about this. I used I used to really like image. Amid- app images and I also used to argue to people that they should not that they would, but that they should be the um the you know packaging standard. Uh so like the universal standard like flat packs app images and snaps we will, out of the three. We'll save that conversation for the next time. That that's why I'm saying we should eventually do it. That would be. I know people would like to
0: hear. Yeah. That all right. One. So my cool. other thingy of the week is the Keychron Q1. It is a keyboard. Yes, I bought another keyboard. Mm-hmm. The Keychron key. That's not the one with the little screen in it, is no, it? No, it's the one with the knob at the top. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. It's the Keychron version of the. Um, I just lost the the name. It just completely flew out of my head. But anyways, it's it's a very uh, it's very well built. The it, it weighs about 20 pounds. I'm not kidding you. It is really, it doesn't <laughs> act, it doesn't actually what? weigh 20 pounds, but I bet you it's at least five. Um, it 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 is astonishingly heavy. It's it's heavier than my KBD 75. Okay, and it is, it is a good keyboard. It sounds it sounds fantastic it's like 200 bucks um but anyways the keycaps on it are horrible like they are so thin they were just not good so i had to replace the keyboard the keycaps with some that i already had on hand um it will eventually be going back to going to my standing desk. that's the reason why i bought it was because my standing needed a new, needed a new keyboard so um Needed. Needed. Wait, hold, wait, hold Needed. on. Needed a new keyboard? Well, the only other one I had was that Vortex Race 3, okay? And it was a good keyboard, but it has blues in it.
1: Wait, hold on. You only had one other
0: keyboard? Oh, no, no, hold no. On. I had, I had I... others, but that was the only good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had another there's key... <laughs> I was starting to get confused. There was a Keychron, was a keychron over uh, somewhere in my pile of keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, no, no, I'm not gonna. Sh- I, if I showed you, th- it would come unplugged. It doesn't have much, uh, much of a lead, unfortunately. But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good.
1: I'm glad you didn't buy the keyboard I thought you bought. The keyboard I thought you were talking about is like four to five hundred dollars. Oh,
0: you're so talking about the one like, with the, the, screen the screen on the back that has like a pixelated screen on the back? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, no, 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 not the pixelated one. It's a, it's a nice, like, little slim screen that goes on the back, like, on the top side of the keyboard. Um, it doesn't fold up, which is the only issue that people have talked about with it. But I thought, I thought that was the one that you bought, and I was like, holy crap.
0: No, I, I have no need for the one with the screen on the back of it, even though I think it's cool. I've seen videos of that. Alright. So that is it for us this, this time. Uh, coming up next week, why don't we talk about the app image thing? Um, we yeah. can talk about app images oh, next okay. week. It'll be fun to bitch about those oh. for a little while. And do
1: you want to skip the news articles for next week? And we'll just do the, um, um, live chat discussion. Cause we said we were going to do that every other podcast episode. And I don't think we've done that one in a while. Yeah,
0: sure. We'll take some questions and answers next week too. Um, hopefully you guys have answers. Cause all I have is questions. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs>
1: all the viewers are like, wait, wait, I thought, uh, Aren't you supposed to come with okay, those? It, like, it, come if on. you've
0: ever watched one of my live streams on on a Sunday, you'll know that half the time the only reason I can install anything is because I get quote in the chat. <laughs> like, they just watched my first Gentoo install. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just following. There's a reason why that gen- that Gentoo install failed because I was following six different people's instructions. <laughs> 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 uh, anyways. Uh, that's it for this week. We record this live every Friday around 3 p.m. Eastern time. Usually we're a little bit late today, but normally around 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern time is when we do the whole record thing. You can find that at the Linux cast on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Linux I should probably say, I don't know why I've had a hard time talking. I, I'm pretty sure I had a stroke or something. Uh, anyways, uh, you can find, find us live there fridays 3 o'clock p.m eastern time we should before i go i should thank our patrons or my patrons i should say uh thanks to everybody who does support me on patreon you can support me on patreon patreon.com slash all these fine people support me and i cannot even begin to say how grateful thankful all that stuff that i am without you the channel just would not be anywhere near where it is right now which is still a place where i just can't even fathom like i was thinking about this the other day I got 3,000 views on one of my videos, and I was so upset because I thought it flopped. Like th- 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 12 months ago, if I got 3,000 views on a on a video, I would have been dancing in the effing streets. Now I get 3,000 v- views on a video. I'm like, god damn, that's 10 out of 10. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Obviously, this YouTube channel is not going to work. Um, <laughs> it's it's horrible. Like when I first started, when I got fifth if I got 50 views on a video, I was so... So freaking happy when I got 50 views on a video. Now I get 3,000 and it's 10 out of 10 video, like ranked out of the last 10. And I'm like, oh man, this sucks. where's all the people? <laughs> it's so
1: stupid. well, and it, and it also makes you go, well, dang man, that, that video, oh, I could, I could have done so much better. Yeah. Like you're like, I, I,
0: sh- I should have done. Obviously better. that video sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, 3,000 people watched it. Yeah, like, like it's weird. Get, it's weird getting
1: more viewers. It's just, it's just like the
0: more viewers <laughs> you get, the worse it feels when there's not enough viewers. I don't know. That's why I always try to be grateful for every view, every subscriber that I get. So, anyways, thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you next time. Yeah.